0: Are we on the brink of a retirement renaissance or stormy seas ahead? On this episode, we jump into the pressing issues of social security, health care, taxes, stock market trends, and long-term care. Whether you're an eternal optimist or cautious pessimist, this episode will equip you with perspectives to plan your retirement years with confidence as we ask the longstanding question, is the glass half full or half empty?
1: Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his extreme knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Welcome this week to the podcast,
0: folks. Thanks for tuning in with Tony Morrow and myself here on Plan with the Tax Man. As we get into this week's conversation about the future of retirement America, is that glass half full or half empty? So we're going to dive into that with Tony this week. What's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. So, did you like that little uh, intro tease? That was pretty good. Yeah.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. yeah I'm. I'm. Uh, it's interesting because I tend to be on the more optimistic side, but I need to point out some of the other stuff too. Today, okay. So. Well, I was getting ready to ask you. so. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say,
0: do you find yourself more of an optimist or a pessimist? Uh, and does it change on the topics? Right. I think some of us can be optimistic about some things in life, but pessimistic pessimistic about others. So true. You never know, right? So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a great point. Let's analyze both sides of it a little bit. I'll let you debate with me the uh, the pros and the cons or the hows and the whys or however we want to go. But we'll start with a biggie, right? The big ticket item that people often are concerned about, especially if you're getting near retirement age. And, of course, our politicians and our lovely, lovely leaders do not do a whole lot to uh, ease our woes about the stability of the Social Security program, right?
1: Yes. So. As we're as we're taping this, of course, the political season's getting. Yeah, well, it's going to be getting underway. You here in it's, Iowa, it's I think underway. Yeah, in January, you know, and so I, I'm sure this topic will come up, and it always does, and as, as it should, because the the whole issue with Social Security is that it's slated to, um, you know, quote, you know, d- depending on how you phrase it, right. run out of money or start paying more benefits than it's taking in in about, I think, 2033 or five. Somewhere right in there, yeah. and mm-hmm. so people are concerned that you know when they when they get to that point, you know, I keep paying in. Am I gonna am I gonna get any benefit out yeah, of this? For sure. And for sure. Uh, you ask the politicians, they tend to kick the can down I was the road. Yeah, it's and, a hot potato you know,
0: they don't want to touch, right? So no, they
1: don't want they don't want to deal with it. Eventually, it will probably end up being like everything else they do, which is last minute. Oh, of course, know, and patching. Of course, because you know? I I don't think I mean the optimistic view in my my view mm-hmm. is. I I don't see how they could let it fail. They may need to make some changes, you know, for the viability because people are living longer. Right. And, you know, I mean, we're all putting in the same, yes, but, you know, it isn't like uh, there's the same amount that, uh, people that are drawing on it, but right. I believe that somehow they will end up with some kind of fix. Now, whether we're all happy with it or not, that's a different story. Yeah, Of course,
0: nobody's, Yeah, you know, we're never going to all yeah. be happy with it. Right. <laughs> no. But I'm with you. I think uh, the optimistic view is that they, they're not going to just let it die right? Uh, they're going to kind of keep it going in some fashion. I guess the pessimistic view would be that there's going to be changes, right? Uh, and, and what those changes look like could be different depending on your age group. I feel fairly optimistic though, Tony, that people over 50, such as you and I, we're over that age group now, mm-hmm. probably may not see any changes to it, right? Uh, they may kind of grandfather that in, so to speak. But I, I, you know, my daughter at 25 or 26, I think it's going to change for, for those folks, right? 20s, 30s, 40s. Maybe they do something as Simple as pushing it back. There's no early retirement at 62. They move it to 65. You know who knows exactly.
1: Right? And there, there's a lot of studies and, and math going on out there. That uh, and, and by the way, I, I do think you're right. Yes, it'd be. And my my son is 27. It could look vastly different for them. I, I still don't think they'll take it away. But right. you know, Me there's too. talk of of like you say, moving the retirement age. Maybe either getting rid of that upper limit, and you know, and or. That, that whole privatizing thing mm-hmm. there's goods and bads to all of that right. which is a whole five- hour debate on its own <laughs> but uh <laughs> i think that they, they do have they do have options you know to to keep it going Indeed. but i yeah. think you know with with again people living as long as they are um I, to me i think they need to start working on this now and start come up with some solutions rather right. than yeah. you know the whole i mean, we don't want any, don't want to go down the politics the politics road, but, uh, you know how it is. They, they tend to not. Oh, for indeed.
0: Well, you know, Tony, I sat in with a interview with, uh, David Walker, who was the former comptroller of the United States back in the eighties and the early nineties, I believe. And he, he talked about that issue. He was like, look, many people don't know, but there was a really close right there in the in the late 80s somewhere. I don't remember the exact date, but where people weren't going to get Social Security checks. He's like, we waited until the the absolute, you know, ninth hour whatever that saying, how that saying goes before they fix things. He says, because that's just how they operate. And he's like, so I feel fairly strongly that they'll do something similar again now granted that was you know 35 years ago so who you know who knows yeah. how things change but that's the kind of points to that historical nature that they have of the thing that they fear the most they wait till the absolute last second to touch right
1: yeah and that's something i mean look at the debt ceiling talks all right. you know, every yeah. what 6 months to you know 12 months yeah uh, it's just crazy how about we just figure something out but stop spending you know again <laughs> yes yeah, stop spending do something <laughs> you know put, but, put down uh, the
0: checkbook man <laughs> Yeah,
1: it uh, and yeah, it's it's unfortunate they do that because it it would be I would think better politics to, um, you know, tackle some of these problems, even if it it takes them 12 years, you know, 15 years. uh, Just get started, right?
0: Kind of like paying down your mortgage, right? Like sometimes you think, boy, I wish I could pay this off sooner. And it's like, well, you can if you start, you know, kind of applying yourself and putting a little bit more onto the mortgage and get it paid off sooner. But it's the principle of doing it, right? So it's kind of hard sometimes to do that. clearly our our government doesn't do a good job with that. All right. So that was the first one. Let's go to uh, healthcare affordability in the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. You're an optimist here, Tony, you said. So what's kind of a half full... Uh, take on health healthcare.
1: Well, I think uh, you know the, the optimistic view. You know, basically, is you know it, a, as we advance technology and things get better. You know, in that respect, I think there's more and more talk these days of people trying to to remain healthy. You know, into their 80s and and beyond. And more people are cognizant of that with the whole internet oh, yeah. thing as opposed to maybe yeah. 20, 30 years ago. You know,
0: thinking um, about that, Tony, let me ask you this question. You know, my, my wife and I will have on old TV shows, old sitcoms or something like that. And we've been just enjoying watching old reruns of the Golden Girls, for example. Right. And they're in their 50s in that show. Right. They're in their late yeah. 50s in that show. But at the time, you know, when I'm in my 20s or whatever, I'm like, you know, these these people are old. Right. They're in their 60s or whatever the case is. And they look old. And I'm yeah. 52, which is the age of one of them on the show. And I'm like, I do not look like that. Right. You know, so what, what's that saying? 70s, the new 50, that kind of thing. Right. So I think you're right. We yeah. are, we are better. I think societally, as we, as we move through time, you know, we tend to, we tend to look younger and feel younger for longer.
1: I think so too. I, I think a lot of people at my age are, are really you're looking at that. my own parents and my dad, who's now 82. <laughs> exactly. Still is pretty in pretty good shape, uh, but when he was when go he for- was fifty, though, you thought he looked old, didn't you? Oh yeah, we yeah. yeah 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 he was you know he was old. Now I I look at oh so I get I think it's perspective you know now to me old is you know nineties and uh, I have an uncle who's still ninety two and he's he's playing golf. So I think with what we're doing today, especially in in the technological fields, we are which I think is part of the negative. Maybe maybe living too long and people are keeping us alive too. Yeah, long. that's that's true. But, yeah. You know, and if this we caught well, do it
0: and that, comfortably, right? And that's that's the that's the definitely the uh half empty side is yeah. with living longer comes more health care costs, and more health care, and it's not yeah. cheap, right?
1: So it's not cheap, and uh seems like again pointing to my own father. I mean, seems like he's in at the doctor literally nonstop. He's got to go in for a little hernia operation tomorrow. As a matter of oh, no. fact, as yeah. we're taping this, yeah, it's supposed to be in and out. But you know, sure, it's just uh, every five six months he's got some things and. I think that's It seems because- like almost
0: weekly. Yeah, my mom's like, "Well, going to another doctor appointment. Well, going to another doctor appointment." You know,
1: my brother goes, yeah. "Good Lord, how often do you go to the doctor?" She's like, "I'm 82. A lot." I know. <laughs> a lot, yeah. But my dad is getting to a point now where he thinks and there might be a little bit of truth to this, but he is pessimist is uh they constantly just want to do stuff to oh, him yeah, yeah. to uh, you know, to to make money. Yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: let's Which, test for this. Let's test for that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm so with you he, there too. He's definitely a pessimist.
0: That's okay. I, I'm, I'm with him on that one. I'm with you, Daddy yeah. Morrow. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh How about tax rates in the deck in the uh, next decade? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if we can find a, an optimistic view here, but maybe, <laughs> maybe we can. Uh, the pessimistic view clearly is that the thirty-two trillion dollar debt, you know, deficit. Uh, that tax rates more than likely have to. I mean, we we all feel pretty strongly. I think that tax rates have to go up at some point, just because we've got to be able to pay for these things. I mean, we just talked about Social Security a minute ago. But is there an optimistic view on taxes?
1: You know, I tend to lean a little more pessimistic on this. I, I would say the only thing. Uh, potentially, is there could be some reforms, and and I think it, it's occurring more at the state levels. At least it is here in Iowa to um, benefit retirees, you know, by lowering their state taxes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's um, just good. to keep people in the in the states and some different things. But yeah, I find it hard to believe that uh, we we are not going to have to be taxed in some way because, like you say, we got a lot of stuff to pay for that we haven't. A lot of, stuff. and I don't see how. Things can go can continue to go down. I mean, there's a there's an argument out there about you know, well, if the you know the economy grows at a certain clip, you know that it's going to be less reliance on on taxation. But I I don't know if I totally buy that. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, so, well, I mean, I'm glad you found a, a positive though. So that that is something to hopefully uh, keep an eye on to see if they do make some you know, especially at the state level, some tax reforms, especially benefiting you know retirees that'd be fantastic yeah so yeah, that would be the good the, the silver lining in what is ultimately a not a very, not a very pretty cloud right Right. so okay uh long term long term care options excuse me for baby boomer uh in general baby boomers in general i, I kind of like the healthcare definitely technology's got to be on the forefront here of the optimism side right
1: yeah i think with with the technology the way it's going and more and more people Becoming cognizant of, hey, I'm going to need some sort of care long term. It doesn't necessarily mean nursing home. Uh, you know, the, the insurance companies and everybody else are coming up with a lot of home healthcare solutions, uh, which people tend to like. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, the assisted living facilities, you know, are, are using those kind of progressive types of uh, deals where you go into assisted living, you're totally on your own, and as you need more care, you know, you you could advance along, but. Um, I think most people, most seniors, I know my dad's the same way. He wants to age in his home. And I think that uh, with what he's got and and what's available out there, a lot of these long-term care policies allow you to do that, you know, as far as that yeah. goes. I think a little bit in the half empty, at least here in Iowa, I, I had to mention it, is there's an, a shortage of, of healthcare pros, if you will. Okay, And I'll tell you, a lot of our, our Iowa nursing homes – are in, in the news a lot, you know, for poor care mm. and fines and yeah, that's all kinds of things. Yeah. And so I think maybe that's because of the shortage, you know, for, for healthcare professionals, especially in that area. Maybe they're just not getting the type of people they need. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes but, uh,
0: unfortunately, uh needing needing a workers sometimes you, you change the uh criteria and maybe you don't always get the cream of the crop, right? So
1: uh, that could be, yeah. but I, I do think too on the on the negative pessimist side is I still think there are way too many people that are um, unprepared and have not talked about this issue yeah. with their advisor or or you know anybody else, and I think that's a you know a huge part of a potential problem. Yeah,
0: huge disservice to yourself and your loved ones for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do the last one here, and we'll wrap it up. And we're doing again half a uh, half empty, half full. Uh, kind of view on some of the big ticket items coming down the pike for us all as we get closer to retirement. Uh, the stock market over the next five or, or 10 years, you know, uh, it's it's certainly been tough to read it, Tony, because it's been all over yes, the place. Sure. And there's historical trends, right? Which I guess you could look at the the full side of that, the half full side of of the glass over long periods of time. Again, tech here is probably also kind of helpful as well, right? But I mean, the market is still going to be what it is, which is volatile. And Lord knows the world is volatile right now.
1: World's volatile, yeah. And I, I think I tend to take a little longer view in terms of. I, I'm always an optimist when it comes to the market. I, you know, long term and long term for me is 10 and beyond. Okay, you know, over the five to ten, you know, it, it is. I mean, you know, it's it's going to be volatile. I think that this is where, especially if, as retirees, need to have a plan. Need to be working with an advisor. And discussing, you know, where they need to have their money. So, you know, based on whatever plan they have, mm-hmm. they can earn a reasonable amount uh, without too much risk and, and hopefully, tax efficiency as well. But I think still the market overall, if it's done right, you know, over the long term is your is your best bet, especially uh, in in retirement and maximizing your income. But there are some, you know, based on their risk assessment and some other things that they may not be ready for that. And uh, certainly with all the uncertainty in the world and the, the negative news, I've, I've kind of actually gone myself to not watching news. I I want to make it. You
0: have to, right? Um, you have yeah. To not and, watch. And, but
1: even it, it's so funny with the negativity in the news. If you go to a search and we're getting off topic is uh, and you, you, you know, whatever's on there, it's, and you read that article. It's amazing how many other articles start popping up wherever you're at online with the same ne- negative news, it's just like everybody's got their slant on it, and you can get over over I don't know what, overstimulated, yeah. Maybe with well, negativity. you know, uh,
0: it's not even just watching it on the news now, right? Because it stalks you in your social media things, right? All yes, stuff yeah. On your phone in general, uh, there's a term for it now. It's called doom scrolling. Doom
1: scroll. I never yeah, heard of that. So if you hadn't heard of that,
0: it's Doom Scrolling where you basically just go down this spiral of continuously scrolling through, you know, stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of can't get out of the spiral and often it's negative, right? Which does not do well for the psyche. So uh, no. Not a good place to be So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when it comes to the stock market You know, there's always going to be those pros and cons there You know, there's going to be bubbles There's going to be overvaluations There's going to be uh, good periods, bad periods, right? So I think we got to take that with that grain of salt And to your point, you got to work with a qualified professional To make sure that you're, you know, dealing with things as they come Or as they're going to come Because there's a lot of things that happen to us all as we age And we got to have a plan for that So that's why you need to plan with the tax man So get on Tony's calendar. Calendar. If you haven't done so yet and you would like to talk with him, he's a CPA, a CFP, and an EA enrolled agent for 27 plus years, helping families get two and three retirement, and a great resource for you to tap into at Tax Doctor Inc. You can find him online at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. Tony, thanks for hanging out, my friend.
1: All right, we'll see you next time.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you, and uh, and keep that optimistic view because it's always we need more of that in the world. That's for sure. We'll catch it. We'll catch you later here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor Inc.
1: Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.